Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Do you ever wonder, do you ever wonder if you're on the right path in your spiritual life, whether you're growing in your relationship with God, whether you're growing in holiness? Well, today I want to share with you something that's been on my mind and on my heart, especially over the last few months. It's really been what I've been thinking and reading about and and writing about. In fact, I just submitted my manuscript for my newest book, and it's all about being a disciple. What does it mean to really follow Jesus? Uh, Not just be Catholic, not just be a Catholic who goes to church on Sunday, not just be orthodox and faithful to the church's teachings, and not just to be a rah-rah Catholic, a Catholic who listens to Catholic radio, goes to Catholic conferences, has Catholic bumper stickers on their car. What's going on on the inside? That's what I want to look at today. What's happening on the inside? Am I really growing interiorly in my relationship with God? Or Do I find myself kind of like just going through the motions sometimes in my spiritual life? Well, uh, I want to take a look at how things were in Jesus's day. You know, Jesus, uh, when he was doing his public ministry, he attracted large crowds of people, many people, thousands of people would travel around and meet him in Galilee. And they were all impressed by his many signs and wonders. They wanted to see a miracle. Maybe they wanted a miracle performed for themselves or for their family. And they were also inspired by his teaching. They said, this man is amazing. He teaches with authority, not like our scribes and our Pharisees. These, these, this, this is a new kind of teaching. So they're very attracted to Jesus. They followed him in the crowd. But there weren't as many people who were willing to follow Jesus as a disciple, to really be committed to him, to, to follow his whole way of life. And, and that's what Jesus was looking for uh, back then. And he found Peter and James and John and others who weren't perfect. They made mistakes, as we know from the Gospels, but, but they were willing to commit themselves to following Jesus totally. And, and that same Jesus is looking around today. He, he's looking not just for the crowds who are impressed by great teaching and read great books and uh, go, go to great conferences. All that is good and all that's really helpful and can, can enrich our spiritual life. But more than that, Jesus is looking out for souls who are willing to truly follow him. He's passing us by in these moments of, of, of our lives, calling us to, to give more, to love more, to surrender more, to trust more. Uh, are we willing to follow Jesus as a disciple? Today, I want to give us just a few three, a few, a few examples of ways we can put this discipleship into practice. I'm going to look at just three things, um, and, and this is just fresh on my mind because they're coming right from the, the book I just submitted, but I'm, I'm just going to share with you three little things that we can keep in mind if we want to be true disciples of Jesus, followers of Jesus, not just a part of the crowd. One thing is just to think about what discipleship is all about. So the first thing I want to talk about is imitation. Do you strive? Do you earnestly strive to imitate Christ? You see, a a rabbi-discipleship relationship wasn't like, you know, a college professor-student relationship at most universities today where a professor just gives some lectures, posts some articles online, and and you take a test. There's not much a sharing of life that's going on usually between most college students and their professors. Well, in in first century Judaism, it wasn't that way. It's very different. First century Judaism, a rabbi invited the disciples to share life with him, to, to live with him. And so the disciples would share meals with him, they would pray with him, they would study with him, they would debate the Torah and, and, and interpretation of the Torah with him. They, 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 they would watch the way he 
served the poor, the way he debated other rabbis, the way he taught, and all of that environment that they were immersed in, that sharing of life with the rabbi was, was meant to rub off on them so that they would begin to imitate the way of their master. And, and that's the essence of discipleship. You know, this is a big buzzword in the Catholic Church today, being a disciple. We, we have to be missionary disciples, Pope Francis says. But what does it actually mean to be a disciple? It, if I had to pick one word, it's imitation. That's the one word I want you to take away here, imitation. It's about imitating the master. Uh, so a disciple imitates the rabbi. Jesus himself said, when a fully, when a disciple is fully trained, he becomes like his teacher. He says that in Luke chapter 6, verse 40. That's why St. Paul, when he sums up the whole Christian life in Romans 8, 29, he says it's all about being conformed to the image of Christ. That's what it's all about. We're seeking to imitate the master. Now, that's more than just going to church on Sunday. That's more than just throwing some money in the collection basket. That's more than volunteering at your parish and more than even maybe being in a Bible study. Again, all these things are good. I hope we do these things. But what it means to be a disciple is more than that. Are you striving? Are you pursuing the imitation of Jesus Christ? Do you have this interior struggle going on inside you where you're, you're, you're saying, I, I want to be more pure. I, I'm striving to be more humble. I'm striving to be more generous. Uh, and I'm praying to God. I'm talking to him about it. I'm frequenting the sacrament so I can become more and more like Christ, allowing his life to transform me. You know, it reminds me of a time my wife and I, we, we left our, our daughter uh, with, with a babysitter. And uh, there were a bunch of other kids that were over. And uh, and we asked the babysitter at the end of the evening, oh, how did our daughter do? And she said, oh, she was great. But there was one very interesting moment. She said the, the kids were all getting a little rough and they were dogpiling on each other. And our daughter jumped on top of the dog pile. And uh, all, all the babysitter said was, oh, be careful. And, and then immediately, as soon as my, my daughter heard her vo her name called and she, she stood up and she looked scared and looked a little nervous. And, and the babysitter said, oh, what, what's wrong? And, and my daughter said, I'm really trying to be good. <laughs> and, and the babysitter just kind of smiled and, and asked her, well, how's that going for you? Uh, and our daughter almost started to weep. She said, it's really hard. <laughs> uh, it's hard for kids to, to, to be good when they want, even when they want to be. And it's hard for us adult children of God to be good <laughs> when we're really striving for that. But, but, but what I was moved by with my daughter there was, even though maybe she was a little rough at that one moment, I saw she was trying to be good. She was striving to, to, to be better. That's what was going on inside her heart. She wanted to be a good little girl. Uh, and, and that's the question I pose for us. You know, are we striving to be good? And not just be okay, not just be mediocre, not just follow the rules, not just follow the catechism. Again, all those things are important. We need to follow the teachings of the church. But, but, but is there something more going on? Am I striving to imitate Christ? Am I really, is my standard simply, well, I don't kill people and I don't rob banks and uh, I, I avoid mortal sin. I mean, again, great things. I'm, you know, we, God is rejoicing that we avoid those things. But the Christian life is more than just avoiding bad things. The Christian life is the pursuit of something great. And that greatness is found in the person of Jesus Christ. Do I take on his qualities? Do I meditate on his goth, the gospels and his life in the gospels? Do, do I read good spiritual books that remind me 
of the virtuous life of Jesus and the, and the virtues that I need to grow in. Uh, am I really striving to imitate Christ? Do I have that inner struggle going on where I allow the light of Christ to shine in the dark areas of my life? Or am I kind of content to just be a good rah-rah Orthodox Catholic? Jesus is inviting you to be more than just a follower of the crowds. He wants you to be a follower as a disciple. So that's the first big point. Are you imitating Christ? Second point I want us to take away is total commitment, total commitment. You see, you know, most rabbis, when they were training their disciples, they would train them to follow the Torah, to be committed to the the, the Jewish scriptures, uh, to be committed to the Ten Commandments, to be committed to Yahweh, to God. But Jesus was not an ordinary rabbi. He is God himself, the Word made flesh. And so Jesus demands a loyalty that no other rabbi could ever demand. Jesus didn't just come to show his disciples a way of life or, or point to certain truths that they needed to understand. No, he came and said, I am the way. I am the truth. And he demanded total commitment uh, to following him. Uh, and, and that same Jesus challenges us as well. He doesn't just want to kind of have general followers out there that are mere fans, part of the crowds. He wants people who are truly committed to him, uh, not just a part uh, he doesn't want to be just a part of our lives. He wants to be at the very center of our lives. And that's something worth contemplating, worth taking to prayer. Is Jesus just a part of my life? You know, maybe even a, a special part of my life. Or is he really the center? Is he the foundation? Is he the number one thing in my life? Uh, is he the true priority? Do I make it a priority to have time to encounter him regularly in prayer and in the sacraments? And uh, do, 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 do my conversations, the things I tend to talk about, reflect how God is truly the number one thing in my life? Uh, the, the, the shows I watch on TV, the music I listen to, do I submit that to the Lordship of Christ? Uh, do, do, I, do I think about what I do in my free time? Uh, does, does it match up with what Jesus would want from my life? Would I do these things if Jesus were in the room? Uh, do, I, do I really seek his plan? Do I seek his will in my life? Jesus is, is wanting, again, not just for us to be Catholics who go through the motions and Catholics who, who think, you know, Jesus is important. No, no. He's looking for more than that. He wants us to be disciples. Are we going to be truly committed to him? So that's the second thing. So we've looked at, are we striving to imitate him? Are we truly committed to him, putting him first in our life, not just to be a part of our lives, but the very center of our lives? And the last thing I want us to consider is how Jesus, our rabbi, abides within us. This, this, is, this is the game changer here. You see, if we were just disciples in first century Judaism following an ordinary rabbi, we would look at the way he, he lived his life. We'd observe the way he lived his marriage and family life. We'd observe the way he studied the Torah and prayed. And, and we kind of follow in his footsteps, imitating his example from the outside. But our rabbi is different. Jesus said that he comes to abide within us. In other words, our rabbis inside of us, by, by grace and his Holy Spirit dwelling within us, he can change us from the inside out. So we're not just striving to imitate Christ all on our own, some, some model, some example outside of us. There is a model there that we can read about in the scriptures and come to know through the church's teachings. But, but the, this life of Christ actually is inside of me, and I want that life to increase. I want it to come out more. Uh, I want to be changed from the inside out. Like what St. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, he talked about how we are being changed from one degree of likeness to the other. We're being conformed ever more to the, to the image of Christ. And how do we do that? How do we allow this life of Christ to grow, to take over, to, to, 
to, to burn out those areas of selfishness and pride and, uh, and, and slothfulness and lust, those, those things that keep me from imitating him. Uh, how do I do that? Two big things I'll leave you with. Two big things, just prayer and the sacraments. Do you take time for daily prayer? Uh, we're going to talk a lot about prayer in, in, in this podcast down the road, but, but right now just to say, uh, do you have time for daily prayer? Do you really make time not just to say a divine mercy chaplet or a rosary or uh, or morning prayer or the prayers for Magnificat? Do, do you actually have time for intimate conversation with the Lord uh, where you just maybe take 15, 20 minutes out of your life, maybe every morning is ideal, uh, to start your day in conversation with the Lord where you're maybe reading the scriptures or reading a good spiritual book and then talking to Jesus about it, talking about how it applies to your life, taking time to listen to him, coming up with some resolution to, to, to put this new insight from the gospels or from whatever you're reading into practice in your life. Do you have, do you have that time where you allow the word of God and the Catholic tradition to be written on your heart, not just up in your head? It's, prayer is not study hall time. It's more time for, for you to encounter Jesus through these sacred texts. Do you have time for that every day? That's so important because that's what's going to transform you uh, so much. And, and then frequenting the sacraments, you know, going to Mass, not just on Sunday, but if you can during the week and maybe stopping by an adoration chapel, uh, just, just to visit the Blessed Sacrament, visiting Jesus there, uh, going to, to confession regularly, you know, ideally once a month, uh, twice a month, uh, something where you're encountering his forgiveness and his healing and the sacrament of reconciliation. These are the things that allow our rabbi, Jesus Christ, to change us from the inside. So in summary, the three things that we've been looking at here, if you if you want to be not just part of the crowds, but if you want to be a true disciple, a follower of Jesus, strive to imitate him. Don't just go through the motions in your faith, but always be seeking uh, ways that you can grow in your imitation of Christ, imitate his virtues, imitate his way of life. Secondly, total commitment, make Jesus first in your life. Renew your commitment to him. Tell him, Lord, you're the Lord of my life. I want to follow your plan for my life and not my own, because I know your plan is so much bigger and better than anything I could come up with for myself. Make Jesus first in your life. And then finally, let that rabbi dwelling within you, Jesus Christ, his Holy Spirit, transform you through your daily encounter with him in prayer and through some regular regular frequenting of the sacraments of the Eucharist and confession. These things are what change us and make us ever more like Christ. So my friends, it's been great to be with you. If you like this show, can I ask that you subscribe to, to this podcast and share it with other people if you think this will bless other people's lives? And I really love would love to get your comments and, and any questions you may have, but also any ideas you may have for future topics. You can contact me through my website, edwardsree.com. So just my name, edwardsree.com. You can contact me through my website, or you can also reach out to me through Facebook or through Twitter. Thank you so much. I look forward to being with you next week.